last time on Tales of Morterra. The party infiltrated uh, Castel Cantin, where a powerful elven family was living by making use of Rumble Jerry's previous status as royalty of the Tabaxi. Inside, Will went off on his own and discovered a secret room full of uh, magical text and theory about necromancy with a magic doorway so that the text could not leave the room. Using a clever bit of magic, he got them out and he took them back to the Yearning Moose Inn. But their mysteries still are unrevealed. Will sits bolt upright in bed. Wait a fucking minute, I just realized something. Runs out of bed and runs down to the library in his pajamas. The music here, Mario, please. Amazing, yes! <laughs> So like, if, I think when you guys come down to breakfast later, like sort of, Will is in the Yearning Moose, but he does have like another free books along with like sort of notes and translated notes. Like the note translation was finished last night, but he's found a new thing and is furious at comparing things. Will, Will, what, what is this? Where did those come from? Um, the library. I was just doing the maths a little bit. The notes are translated, by the way. Um, which bit do you want to hear first? This morning's discoveries or the note translation stuff? When everyone's down here. Uh, whichever is makes most sense, I guess. Okay. Did you even sleep? Have you slept at all? I did, I did sleep. I did sleep, but I woke up early because I had a realization. So... Rumble Jerry's looking like very concerned and doubtful at that, but let's it go for now. No, I did get a long rest. I've got my spells back, it's fine. Um, so, um, you know Rita the Matriarch came over at the fall of the High Elven Empire, correct? Yes. So she's been alive since then, which is a thousand years ago, yes? She looks confused, but I thought elves didn't get that old. A thousand years? Mm, yeah. That's kind of the stick Are you sure? Are you sure you read that right? Sometimes numbers are hard. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure. About, like, I, I went and checked specifically to make sure that I had this correct. But no, she was born in, what was it, fourth age? Like, that's pretty well recorded because, like, sort of elves, especially ones sort of tied with more noble houses, tend to record things like when people are born pretty accurately because, like, sort of, it's important. Yes, yes, family trees and disputes of heritage. It's, it's common. So, she was born over a thousand years ago. She came here over a thousand years ago. Do you know what the oldest elf lifespan that's been recorded is? I feel like you're gonna tell me. It's 700 and something. She's got an extra 300 years out of somewhere. And given, given we've already found evidence of necromancy in the house, I suspect it's not through good means. So I suspect it's the entire family who's got stuff to do with his necromancy business. I, I'm not discrediting your theory here, but if I don't know better, I thought she just was a druid. But having met her myself... She doesn't seem very druidic either. What? Because druids can get surprisingly old, older than any other of the of the race. Hmm, that is true, but that those are generally the extremely powerful druids. That's is that correct? Yes, it's not a common trait. Yeah, the ones who really dedicate their lives to nature and stay in forests their entire life and all that sort of stuff. Like, I don't think this is a result of druidic magic i think this is a result of necromancy yeah i am starting to believe that too just we need to cover our bases if you especially with royalty you can't go with accusations unless you are 100 percent sure yes i know this but it's an extra thing to add to the pile of evidence i mean when how gets down i'm gonna ask her one or two questions as well but i think we need to gather more information as well mm. this isn't enough even sort of what's in these notes isn't completely enough, but it does give us some leads. So once everyone's down, 
Why would you want to live that long? Everyone you know would just die. Well, they are elves, so their sense of time is already warped a bit. Still. Yeah, and I will also add, it seems like multiple people in the family are involved with this. It could be that she's helping them achieve those means as well, so that she has her family around her for also that extended period of time. Maybe. So, you know. Speaking of, where is Hal, actually? Where is Hal? Did she sleep at the library again? I don't think I spotted her this morning, but I was in a little bit of a rush. Maybe she slept... Presumably she lives somewhere. Um, yeah, I mean, um, I know where Hal lives, right? No. No? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was so creepy. <laughs> From a dark corner of the room. I mean, that's kind of how Hal's about to make her entrance, yeah. <laughs> oh no. That, that was very much a... Uh, out of character question, though, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, where is Hal? And yeah, I think whilst you've been talking, you didn't necessarily notice her uh, very pensively uh, and dressed in much darker clothes than she normally would be, covering up her normally bright jumpers. She has descended and is just observing from the corner of the room, quietly. Oh, hey, Hal. Hal. Hello, Bert. Um, I've got some questions for you about... um. Rita and Co. And I've got these notes translated, so... That's certainly an out of change. What's the occasion? Today is a more somber day, but perhaps we may gain answers as to this twisting of life that Rita is performing. If there is any day, it is this one. And has going to step forward and put a hand on Will's arm, probably, can't reach his shoulder. Will, dear... You do not appear to have had breakfast nor tea, and yet you have been up for several hours. Well, well, not not that not that long. I only woke up at. I will hear no more words of this. Five, six. Yep. Do not argue. And how is going to go and bring in the peon? I will not argue. I will uh, close my books and set them to one side so I can eat some food. Wait. You're in the inn. Where are you getting a tea in? Oh, apologies. I thought Will had taken us to the library. <laughs> uh, no, I, I ran to the library in my pyjamas, got some books, and came back. And came back. Okay, cool. D- just steal it. It's fine. It's a library. I borrowed them. In which case, I will arrange breakfast and tea at the inn to be served. Um. So Will's going to take a hot sack to eat some breakfast and drink some tea, and then is going to explain what's in the notes. So I'm going to read off of my own notes that Liz sent me. So we've got several notes about maps of various body systems. We've got 14 Witcher attempts to figure out magical ways of revivifying a body made of multiple creatures. All concerning. All concerning. Such as the one that we fought in the guardhouse. Yesterday, yeah? Yeah. Um, there's a series of sort of different subjects they did, and they've got notes on those. Things like attempting to combine mammals and reptiles. Oh, boy. They managed to achieve speech with one of them, and the creature asked to be killed. That's not good. Yeah. Oh, by Dorani, this is awful. No, no. And did they kill it? I. It doesn't say whether they killed it, but... I but like the next one was apparently hard to control and stuff like that, so that's not good. There was something about sticking to brains. Stick to humanoid brains. Oh, yeah. This, this is no. But there's a bit. There's a bit at the end. Subject eight. Construction interrupted. Move to location C tonight. Now that is the last one on the list. So I suspect that's the one we interrupted? Yes, so there's somewhere else now. Somewhere that isn't the castle or the guard station. And the location C implies location A and B. Now, I don't know whether we encountered location A or location B in the slums, but there's at least one other, most likely. I, th- I think that A might be the lab in the castle, and B might be the slums. Yeah, so there's a third location that it would behoove us to locate, I think, because they'll be still trying to construct stuff there. But I'm getting to a point where I suspect that all the members of the family are involved in this, 
because we have evidence of one of the one of the male elves sort of being at the location in the slums. I found these notes in a secret room behind Odd Hill's office, and Rita has lived 300 years longer than any elf normally would live. That's three out of five. I suspect they're all involved. Well then, we shall simply kill them all. Rumpa Jerry like slumps back in her chair, looking very desolate and defeated, and like just. Social leads forward, head, head in the hands, just. This is a lot. I haven't even eaten yet. Eat some fish. Is this play normally like this? No, people don't normally do these things. These things are horrendous and terrible. These things should not exist. This magic should not exist. This is blatantly throwing all balance and order out of the window. What's dead should stay dead. Exactly. So we need to do everything in our power to stop them. But I think if if the entire family is involved and they have worked out how to extend their lifespans, then that's indicating they may have quite a bit of power. That's also a disturbance of the balance. Yep. May Tarani give me strength to go through this. Great and glorious DM. Mm-hmm. Am I right in thinking that the building they were in in the slums was underneath the guard station? Is that Am I remembering that correctly? It was the basement of the guard station. Yeah. Which means that the family has the guards in, the, in their pockets. Or some of them. Or they are suddenly friends with the Emperor, which might give them some more influence and ability to hide what they're doing. Powerful people protect their friends. Exactly. They sure do. So we need to tread carefully. I think we need to continue to try and get more information, find out where these other locations are, try and stop them before they can do some, before they can do more horrendous things like this. But we have some degree of evidence now. We need to make sure they stay safe, and I think it would behoove us to gather more, if that's possible. I I wonder how, because I can't exactly turn up again like, oh, hi there, I'm back for another day, which, did you miss me? That would be very suspicious, especially since, if, I'm not sure if they noticed, but their notes went missing the exact day that I visit. Hmm, yes, I think if we're going to go back there, we would need to sneak in properly this time. Well, I have something that might help with that. And I pull out the map that I drew of the castle. Amazing. Can I help add a little bit extra onto that map to show you sort of where the study that I went to is? Yeah, definitely. Be my guest. Add a bit extra onto the map. Okay, here's the study. Um, There is a loose floorboard under her desk here, and a button there, which will open the passage to the secret room with all the necromancy notes that I stole. I did also discover this walled garden just outside that, well, I don't know many of the plants myself, but seemed to have a significant number of magical component plants and herbs and such. So we need to be prepared to deal with them potentially using magic against us if we get into a confrontation. Precisely. Not just the necromantic variety, I'm sure. Yes. I have no doubt that they're magic since they're dabbling with necromancy. Yeah. And magic users of over a thousand years, in at least one case. Yeah. What if we just burned all the plants? They can't use them if they're burned. That's true. If we burn all of the magical plants, they can't use the magical plants for, for these terrible spells. They are, however, nobles, and I'm sure can buy more in. Yes. It might slow them down, it's not going to stop them. Exactly, it would give us more time to find out what they're doing, where they're doing it, plan. It is not exactly subtle, though. Yes, that would be a particularly noticeable action, I'd be careful about doing that. Mm. Of course, we can always use a goblin bomb, untraceable, but we need to get close again. Yes. Unless we send Sheila with the gums, would she be alright with that? Um, I mean, gums are still pretty heavy for a cat to carry. I will say. Oh, true. And she does need to kind of get up, get up there, get drag, drag a gom through the through half the castle without being spotted. Just for clarification, are you guys discussing this just in the middle of the inn? I assumed we were in a corner table and being quiet. 
Yeah, I watched. Yeah. Yeah. Just just making sure. <laughs> like you are in a public space. Yes, this would be incredibly incriminating. No, Liz, we're right up at the bars shouting it. <laughs> we're just pulling random people in, like, hey, we have plans to overthrow the Standal clan. <laughs> Will? Yeah. In your research on the Stendals, did you discover when Rita's husband died? Um, that was probably written down in there, right? It was. When did Rita's husband die? My thinking is that either he died and this perhaps triggered her pursuit of necromancy, or she cared less for him than marriage might otherwise indicate, and... What if he wants to bring him back? Well, exactly. That's one of the potential motivations. And has him preserved somewhere in magical coffin. Well, we know that there is a crypt. There is a single crypt with just him in it, right? She said that. Yes. Magical crypt with the body to bring the husband back. I suspect that someone of her resources would be able to find a priest or someone of sufficient talent to be able to actually raise the dead to be able to bring him back if she so wished i suspect that like i mean the way she was talking about him to you yesterday rumple jerry i suspect she's happier without possibly please please not rumple jerry today isabella isabella my apologies oh right the the answer by the way is the 11th year of the sixth age so that was 11th year of the 6th age. We're currently on the 53rd year of the 6th age, so that's about 40 years ago. You see how cry a single tear down her face. I must say, although I don't like them, uh, res resurrection spells like Revivify and True Resurrection are relatively simple. You just need the diamonds, and people like the Standals would be able to afford even the biggest diamonds. Yes. Yes, why Why couldn't they just get a diamond? Oh, also, Beans. C can I still call you Beans, or do I have to call you Isabella? Yes, Beans is fine. I just don't want people to get suspicious of my name. Okay, thank you. How are you? Okay. Yes. Does it mention how he died? Um, does the book mention? Drowned. Do I have any memory of this, oh great and glorious DM? Um, I'm trying to think whether you would. Well, if it's not obvious, then it's a coincidence, uh, and therefore no. It's it's not directly related to anything you've experienced. That's fine. Thus. Uh, how wipes the tear away? The eleventh year of this age was the year of the last Gnomish uprising. Uh. Many good people, my friends and family, died in that year. Sasha will just <sighs> will just gently hug Hal from the side. Rumpelstiltskin will like rub Hal's shoulder. Thank you, friends. But their fight is not yet over. No, it doesn't appear so. Did last upgrading at least accomplish something? Yes, actually, more than much of the previous ones. We managed to gain some land over in the east of Demova. And, well, I haven't had contact with them particularly since, but as far as I know, there is a blooming free land with gnomes in it. In the forests, rather than under the earth. But it was mostly land that the halflings were happy to lose but a victory nonetheless and with moments like these you have to treasure every small victory i've learned <laughs> of course my dear isabella of course rump jerry's gonna like pour a glass of water and set it in front of Hal. he takes it and you see her hands still shaking a little bit but sasha will pass Hal a pretty rock oh um thank you Sasha. um thank you indeed and how is going to just start fiddling with it uh, and spend some time tinkering with it a little bit. How? Um, I had a question. Um, so when we were in the castle, um, did you, um, you... You have that special sight of yours, correct? That can see, that can see if people are undead or not? Well, yes, I have an affinity for sensing the dead. I didn't manage to find anything there, though. Yeah, you don't happen to have that up at all um, when we were around Rita, did you? I don't believe so. It would be a little suspicious if my eyes started glowing. Ah, that is true. You would be surprised how much servants can get away with. No one pays attention to them. We need to find a way to get you close so you can do it without her spotting you. Because 
I think knowing that might give us a better idea about how exactly she's been alive so long. You suspect her of being dead? Or undead. There's a multiple different there's multiple different ways a person can potentially extend their life beyond normal span. A lot of them are really not good. Did she have any like things on her neck, like little holes? Or wounds? Or was she looking particularly pale or anything? I mean, I can do some research in the library and see if I can find things up. Beans, did you see her teeth? Oh, great and glorious DM. Did I notice anything <laughs> unusual? Like the sort? <laughs> Can I give advantage to this role for, like, sort of just sort of looking at her and, like, sort of what we were... Well, since, since you weren't actively looking when you were there, it would be just based on your passive. Um, you didn't notice anything weird about her teeth, no. Damn. Was she unusually pale, avoiding sunlight coming through the windows? I don't know. Was she? I don't know how vampires work in d and I mean, she's a noble, she's pale. Even for a wood elf. Mm. Oh, they're that kind of noble. She doesn't hang out outside. Oh boy. Was her neck covered? Um, it was, but that's that's also fairly fashionable. The, the high collar. Damn it. Yeah. How old did she look for an elf? Did she look old, old, or? She looked quite old, yeah. Okay. So, like, because her looking quite old would probably also mean that wasn't necessarily the druidic thing because the druidic thing it changes their aging yeah it slows your aging yeah isn't it isn't it like one year for every 10 yes yes so that extend an elf's lifespan from 700 ish years to 7000 she would not be looking old if that was the case not at this point of only only a thousand that's nothing unless she became a really powerful druid really old Yes. I mean, it could be a, se- a senior citizen case, but in that... It, like, like, people sort of, are just old scribbles. Sometimes sometimes in retirement, you just want to pick up something new, and sometimes you pick up um, very powerful druidic magics to extend your lifespan a bit further, you know, just as a hobby. It's easy to get old when you're retired, and it's good to sort of make sure you pick up new stuff to keep your mind fresh, like druidic magic or maybe necromancy. Are you trying to defend them now? No, absolutely not. I am jesting. Insight check. <laughs> is is Will being ageist? Will's making a joke. I think, yeah, I think Howe's not in a joking mood and is actually going to see if there's a grain of truth there. Possibly. Not very insightful, but... Will was jesting. Howe kind of just gives you a long look and sips some more water. Doesn't say anything. Oh, what are we going to do now? They are most likely extending their life through necromancy. There appears to be a third site they are doing these ungodly... Rich people own a lot of things, right? Hmm? Rich people own a lot of things, right? Yeah. And and sometimes those things are places. Yes. Can you find out who owns places? I mean, if anyone would have that, there would be the city, the city council or city records. Land ownership is important records to keep. Can we talk to the city... To the city records. We could have a look there. I will also say though, um, sometimes people do people hide what they own. Yes, they do. Why would they do that? Oh, right, illegal, illegal, illegal things makes you less of a target. If I if I was doing secret necromancy stuff in my basement, I would not want the authorities to know that that was necessarily my basement, just in case. True. And also, if the government doesn't know that you own a piece of land. They might not tax you for it. Yes. Oh, illegal things. Yes. But if they don't know you own something, what if they sell it? Because they think they still own it. Uh, no, they 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 think someone fictional owns it. Someone that you make up. Yes, it would be under a fake name. Well, that's just confusing. Oh, yes. And it's, it seems like a lot of effort just to avoid paying, paying some taxes. Oh, rich people go to a lot of effort to avoid paying taxes because they end up paying a lot of taxes. Yeah. But they already have so much money. Why do they need to avoid paying a small amount of it relatively? They already have so much. Because they have so much money, they can look after themselves and having to look after others is not something they like. Yes. Well, that's stupid. It is. And I'm so glad I broke away from my family who did that sort of stuff. We were the government. We are collecting taxes, but we were completely... We never paid taxes ourselves. It was always others' money that we used. 
and took. We took other people's money. Unless, Liz, you want to, like, uh, veto that. No, that's that's accurate. <laughs> so, I think we can go have a look at the sort of city council information. However, I suspect we may get some more information by going back to the castle, breaking in, and seeing where they've got records of what they're where they're sending stuff. Yes, but as our friend Hal here has said, she's not particularly stealthy. So perhaps some of us should go? Yeah, this might be a split operation, perhaps. Playing the party so much in this game. You really are. Listen, I, I genuinely want to apologise for splitting the party, but... Hey, it, it, has, it, hasn't, it hasn't killed us yet. Yes. <laughs> a lot of power in those three letters. <laughs> a lot of power. I am not... I'm not going to assume anything about what you may or may not murder us with. <laughs> That's fair. Perhaps there is another route to finding this information rather than breaking in. If they are moving things, they need people to move them, yes? That's true. That's true. Sadly, I am flyer broke. I can't bribe people. We could watch and see if anyone comes out with things. Oh, oh. Or perhaps we could get a job. If they have things coming out... If you give me a little time, um, Sheila's perhaps not the best suited for this, but one of her friends may be. Um, we could follow where the shipments are going. Do you have other pets? With a little bit of magic and a little bit of time, yes. How, how much magic does this cat of yours even have, if she can change shape? Well, there's... I mean, I don't tend to sort of call it changing shape. It's more sort of adopting a different form. There's limits to sort of what forms that can be adopted and such like, and there's limits to sort of. Is this okay? I uh, is the magic going from you or from Sheila? Who is the source of the magic here? Me. Hi. Hello. All right. Is it a familiar spell? Yes. Oh, that explains so much. <laughs> Liz, components-wise, um, I need ten gold worth of. Charcoal, incense, and herbs, blah, 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 blah. Do I already have some of those, or do I need to... How picky are you being about material components? Um, I think since you bought a lot of incense on the market that first day, we can say you can just spend 10 gold and have got enough. Ah, um, I don't have 10 gold to spend? That is a very good point, but we we used house incense up, making the gums. Ah, oh dear. So you, you might be out of luck on this plan. No, because... How has four more blocks of incense left. Uh, she used four on the gongs and has four remaining. Okay. Um... And if we need more money, we can always like put on a performance. I can. I know how to play the flute. And she like whips out her bone flute. I can play the pan flutes. Ooh, those always are so lovely. Someone offered to teach me once, but I sadly didn't take it. I'd love to hear you play though. Yeah, I'd be down to hearing that. How many people are in the inn at the moment? In the common room where we are? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say six. Us included, or...? I would also say four blocks of incense probably is worth ten gold, because that's quite pricey. If it if it's blocks rather than sticks. Yeah, it's blocks. Okay. Um, is that enough for me to be able to cast Find, Fl find Familiar? It is. Okay. Cool. Um, right. I'm having some... Think I'm doing some thinking about what form we should go for. Um, well, what's the, what purpose do you want to use the familiar for? Following shipments of stuff. Like, if they're sort of bringing people to from places, if they're sort of bringing ingredients or body parts or whatnot from the menagerie out to secret locations, or bringing them to the menagerie or the castle, you, you need at least a cart to do that. So... I mean, it's going to take some time to uh, sort of watching and seeing stuff going, but um, me leaving me leaving a familiar there and instructing them to watch and fly around and follow, and me watching remotely would give us an idea of where possibly they might be taking stuff. If that makes sense. And if you need a familiar a form that can uh, follow people easily. I have two thoughts. First off, a bird, a small bird like perhaps a crow, would be able to fly from the top and follow them while not being seen, and can follow them through many streets. 
My second thought would be a mouse or a rat. <laughs> Small, not out of place in the city, and can crawl onto a cart or follow people. So I was going to go with a bird because then um, when a cart goes in somewhere, it'll be easier for them to sort of come back to where we're at or the castle or something. Yes. My main thoughts are, though, are we going to be looking out for shipments at night or during the day? I, I think if you're transporting things to do necromancy, you wouldn't do it when people can see it. So I'm thinking... Maybe an owl? I, I was thinking an owl, possibly, but I'm going to double-check the stats quickly. D&D, owl... If owls don't have dark vision, I'm going to flip my shit. If owls don't have dark vision, yes, they do. I will personally bite every single wizard of the coast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to guess what owl stat is. Every single wizard. Dark vision, 120 feet. Excellent, thank you. Good. Okay. And I assume they have advantage on stealth checks or something related to stealth? Um, Stealth plus free and... They can fly silently. Yeah, like especially if it's like a barn owl or something. Yeah, and keen hearing and sight. Advantage on wisdom perception checks that rely on hearing or sight. Yeah, but I'm talking more like how owls are completely silent when they fly. You cannot hear them coming. Yes, that, that too. Mm. I think we're going for an owl then. Yes. And a vowel. Which, for the interest of earlier mentioned random facts, owls are so silent because they have a different shaped feather that interrupts the air flowing over their wings so there's less turbulence. But as a side effect, this makes them not waterproof. Yeah. Also, fun fact, their ears are right by their eyes and, and their the faces are like that because it funnels the found, sound towards them. Yes, the, their barn owls have those faces because it's basically giant satellite discs yep. for sound. Because owls are one of my favourite animals, Scribbles, what kind of owl are you going for? Um, um, how? What sort of owls are native to this area? Uh, can I do a nature check or something? <laughs> yes, you can. May I also do a nature check, please? Yes. Or Isabella, if you've spotted any, what are they, what sort of owl do you see? I rolled a 12 for nature on our deck. I got a 17. Um, the most common ones around here would probably be the great horned owl. Okay. Would I also know that? You, I think you would, yeah. Nice. Like, you will have seen them, if nothing else. Yeah. There, there are other ones, but a great horned owl is just like... That's the owl that's around here. I've seen a couple of great horned owls. I like how this is the second episode where I'm just, like, excited about birds. Are those the ones with the feathers on the heads? Yes, yes, in fact they are. I'm not sure why they have those feathers on there. I'm fairly certain most owls have feathers on their heads. Yeah, they have little tufts. No, no, but they look like horns. They look like horns. Oh, that's why they're called that. That makes sense now. Yeah, they they look like little tufts, or or in a mammal, they would be like they would look like ears. But that's of course not where their ears are. Okay, uh, I'm gonna nip down the library quickly to look in a sort of biology book, like or like a sort of book about sort of local fauna. Look up what a great horned owl looks like, just so that I get it accurate. <laughs> Bring that with me sit down for an hour and 10 minutes i'm gonna unsummon sheila and oh. resummon a great horned owl and this is fear will sheila be okay sheila will be fine she's back home with the rest of her friends okay that's good i like sheila when you're looking it up you learn the real life fact about the great horned owl which is that it's also called the tiger owl yes oh amazing i like owls owls really you like owls? <laughs> Robert Jerry like looks knowingly at the, that you said that she's back home with her friends because Robert Jerry knows what a familiar is. It's just like, isn't it just like a summoned construct or something? Or not construct, but... To read from the spell book, you gain the service of a familiar, a spirit that takes an animal form you can choose. It's celestial, fey, or fiend your choice instead of a beast. Yeah, so it's not actually back home because what even is home in this context? It's a spirit, so... A different plane, most likely. Yeah. The question is, what what was Sheila? Um, out of the three of those, Faye. And Thea also is. Nice. And I think when I finished summoning her, sort of, she sort of flaps her wings, flies up and sits on my shoulder, stares out around the room. Oh, wow. How pr so pretty. So, so she is a ray owl. Um, she's about 50 centimeters tall. Just, you know, descriptions so that people know. She's a sort of brownish grey, but her front is almost like... It almost looks like when you cut 
into a piece of wood and you get the um the rings from what it's called the lines the grain it looks it looks like wood grain on her front and she's got these bright yellow eyes and yeah like you said these two tufts on the top made up of just a couple of feathers which are called plumicorns and she has magnificent plumicorns adorable so what are people doing while Will is summoning Thea. When she was thinking about the owls that were around, Rumblejerry pulled out her journal, which in which she writes the local plants and animal species, which are edible, which are, which are delicious, which are spices, which are magical, magical, etc. And is just looking through it now. Well, we need to think of something to do. Well, if if Will is going to be using Thea as his eyes, then at least one of us should stay with him, while maybe the other two go and see what we could find in records ah yes that's a good idea i'll stay with will thank you does not like bird oh right owls don't hunt goats that's more like eagles they look very similar when they're in the air <laughs> ah yes but I, I don't know how these familiars work maybe familiar owls eat goats i don't know we'll say an owl that size would probably make an attempt on like a newborn kid i was told to stay away from owls well, it's probably good advice then. And being precautious can't hurt. Well, I'm happy to go to the Hall of Records if necessary. Or if you two would rather stick together, then um... no, no, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. I will say the one flaw in this plan is Sorsha and How still can't understand very each other very well. Can't communicate. Oh, right. Yes. Um. Right. Do you have something like tongues? Do you know that? Uh, no, sadly. Um, I've just got comprehend languages. Um, which only works on you. Which only works on me. Uh, as mentioned, I'm going to be a little bit busy. I, I'm not sure I would be helpful in the Hall of Records, unless there's people to talk to who can help us. I could still go and... Um, I know enough to alert how if there's danger, I can keep an eye out while she looks at books and things, and writing and things. I will also say, um, when I'm going to be most vulnerable, um, Thea is not going to be here. Um, Thea's going to be out flying across the city. Um, what's going to be the problem is I'm going to be basically um, blind and deaf, so if something bad happens, it would be good to have someone there to shake, to like sort of shake me awake. But the bird is not going to be there if that's what you're worried about. Okay. I still think I, I won't be that useful in the Hall of Records. And honestly, Shosha, it would be an excellent tr time to uh, practice your conversational skills with a native speaker. Yes, I can. I, I can practice while we're looking at books and things. If you sure. A great and glorious DM, would this count towards hours of hours of learning? I think it would. Nice. Full immersion. Speaking <laughs> practice is important. Hell yeah. Alright, but would would Sarsh even know enough words to be able to hold conversation? Or is you it just could, like hell the standard scenes? You could have the level of conversation that like a toddler has. Yeah. It's like I like green. Yeah. Yeah. Well we we should know is only just less than what he had going into a completely different plane of existence and you know they're fine she's fine is she fine is he really fine as fine as can be expected yeah given the everything yeah given the fuckery Sorsha is fine yeah uh, yes the fuckery the fair routes <laughs> did you say inside check <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. With my minus two insight. How <laughs> is just in a dark and edgy mood today. <laughs> I won't object if you... I think you've actually said what which god it is today. No, I haven't. Indeed, you haven't. I won't object if you want to roll in, Sion. Is Sorsha mentally okay? Yeah, I'm doing it. Well, oh, check. well, 16 total. Oh, wow. The answer is Sorsha thinks so. Okay. If that's true, <laughs> even so even I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Sorsha thinks so, that's fine. <laughs> as a mood. As far as Sorsha is aware, they're fine. It's fine. Perfect. What you don't know can't hurt you, I guess. Like, I'm not 
actively anxious or depressed, so I guess I'm I'm cool. Rumble Jerry would absolutely teach Sasha wellness. Sasha doesn't know what mental health is. No, but I will, is what I'm saying. Have you? Would you have had time in two weeks? It's a very Rumble Jerry thing to do. Yeah, so currently, Sasha's fine and would like to practice speaking. So, I guess we've made up our minds then? I think so. Seems like... One last thing I was wondering. We still have these documents from our trip to the castle. Perhaps it might behoove us to use them at the Hall of Records. In what way? Because I don't I don't think we should show those to people until we're absolutely ready to actually be outing them as necromancers. No, apologies. The documents I created for our identity. Oh, right. Oh, yes. Gotcha. Oh, yes. So that we have a cover going into the Hall of Records, and perhaps Lady Rumpeljerry requested some documentation. You could certainly make that argument, excuse. Go ahead, say whatever you want in my name. Why would a bodyguard have been sent? To keep Hal safe, of course. To guard me, yes. Ah, yes, I'm just guarding a different body. And possibly to carry more items. It's a city record trip slash shopping trip. You could be there to help carry stuff. It's okay. I shall ensure I have the papers for myself and Ashley. Yes. Sounds good. So, do we just do that then? Thanks. After breakfast. Have breakfast, get dressed, finishing summoning Fear, communicate the plan to Fear, tell perfectly, and let her out the window. While you were talking with the uh, robot Jerry was seen in the corner, just sketching real quick the details of an owl, because she's never been this cl- up close before without the owl being hostile. I mean, Izzy, if you want to see... If you, if you want to see her up close, I can get her to stay for a few minutes so you can draw her. Sasha was standing perfectly still the entire time the fear was here. Uh, that, that can come later, but I would like that opportunity, yes. This is excellent stuff for my journal. Yeah. I can do that. Alrighty. Um, but in the meantime, she's got quite a bit of flying to do today, so off you go. And she flaps out the window and starts heading towards the castle. Because that was quite a walk for us, so hopefully it's a bit shorter as the owl flies, but like it's still going to take her some time to get there, I think. Mm-hmm. So let's do the record checkers first. It's sure going to be something. Oh, this is going to be fun. Who this? Is a house. House. H- house. It's like my name with an S on the end. House. Excellent. Uh, and this is a street? Yes. I did learn that. Street. Yes. Very good. Street. So you, <laughs> you head in, into the middle of the city. Exactly, yeah. Uh, in our disguises as town in the next one. Mm. Yeah, the, the records are housed in the the court of the Count of Puerno, but the there's basically there's a the main entrance to the actual home slash court, and then there's like a side door which is the public entrance to get to the the records bit. Uh, would I know if we need to have like an appointment or anything to get in? Um, you would know that you do generally need an appointment, yeah, for security reasons. Okay, I hope you get to have good deception. I have decent deception. Well, we'll have to blag our way in, Sosha. I mean, Ashling. Lie. Lie or... Blag? Not the truth. Blag? Lie. Ah. Yes. And then repeats it in in, um, trade tongue. Lie. Very well. And Taumin, as she is at the moment, uh, draws herself up a little, sweeps her still dark cloak around herself a little tighter, Holds his, her posture a little better and steps through into the side door. Asling looks threatening behind Talmin and follows. It's not hard. You're a lot taller than most of the people in this building. Three foot. <laughs> and I have fairly solid looking feet and a giant fuck off staff. Yeah, there's various various people. There's some waiting, there's some behind the desk, there's some rummaging through various shelves. There's Despite it now being kind of mid-morning, um, the, the white tabaxi behind the desk already looks completely done. 
A tabaxi, you say? Oh. Amazing. Gonna march up to the tabaxi behind the desk and uh, give them a wide smile. He, he just kind of looks at you and says, Hello, my name is Frangipan. How can I help you today? Hello, Frangipan. You most certainly will hopefully be of great service to ourselves and the good lady Rumple Jerry. Is there any recognition of me? Ooh. There is not. Okay. Oh. Uh, honestly, honestly, that might be good because, like, mm-hmm. if if someone, for example, turned up saying, "Oh yeah, I'm here to get something from Princess Diana." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it might raise my eyebrows. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, like I feel like that would not help. Mm-hmm. Our good lady is looking to further her partnership with the Stendals of Castel Cantin across the river. Uh and has come for an appraisal of their lands and holdings. Uh, if you would be so kind as to help us find such documentation, then we would be most grateful and can go about our business of setting up this relationship. Uh, what, is, is this one Rumple Jerry? No, Lady Rumple Jerry did not deign to come down herself today. She is uh, our ladyship, whom we are but staff for. I am her valet. And your name is... Taumian. He, he starts looking through what's very obviously an appointment book. Uh, how are you spelling that? Oh, T-A-O-M-I-N. No, I'm not seeing you here. But that is most regular. Lady Rumplejerry called ahead. How would one call ahead? Sending. Yeah, like... Sending spell. And sending a note, using sending, message, whatever. Sending a note. Okay. Well, I don't have any... Note of that. Let me let me just go check. Well, this is most disappointing. I was informed that the documents required would be here, immediately ready for us to take. He he sort of wanders off to go talk to someone with more authority. So she's gonna kind of twig that like they're realizing that we do not have an appointment here, and and is going to look very annoyed and put the bottom of of the the, the, the staff down a little harder than necessary, and just sigh. I pat his arm. To, like, kind of get across just fucking bureaucracy. This is waste of time. There, there. We will manage this, Ashling. Wrinkles in the past. He comes back and says, no, we, we don't have anything. But, I mean, if you've got your letter of permission from the Stendals, then we can we can let it slide. Uh, yes, here. And I pass a blank page over uh, and cast command, saying, believe. Okay, that's a save, yes? Yes, it is Wisdom DC 14. Oh boy. He says, okay, fair enough then. Um, If you just go down, the land records are in the second room on the left. Oh, wonderful. You have been most helpful. What was it, Frangipan? Yeah. I will have good words to your supervisors from Lady Rumple Jerry. Thank you kindly. Come now, Ashley. Second on the left, yes? <laughs> Uh, yeah, just as quickly as possible, get away from the front desk and go to where Randy Pan has directed us. Yes, follows. Mm-hmm. Well, once we're out of like ish, I'll just like magic. Just a curt nod. <laughs> no, nods back. Nice. Uh, is it a big room for land and holdings? I guess it's a very big room. Halflings yeah. love their bureaucracy. Yeah, of course they do. Cool. I guess we start to look for. The records of the Stendals. They love their bureaucracy, but that means that they love their um, sortings and organizational notation. Yes, right? Oh, of course. E- excellent. Organization. Sosha will tap Hal's shoulder and on bit of paper. Um, right looking? Lo- looking for? I write down the list of things that we would be looking for of the Stendhal clan, so sort of uh, any holdings, buildings within the city, land outside the city, that sort of thing, and pass it to Ashley. Do you write it like that, or do you write it as in, like, these are the keywords you need to look for? Yeah, I guess I guess I'll keep it. I, I start with sentences, and then I sort of clock it, and just drop it to keywords. Thank you. Don't worry. And, and then start, and starts looking. Yes, you, you, you should are we, hang on, first of all, are we alone in here? No great. You are, yes. Perfect, okay. Um, you should also keep watch. Mm. Make sure we're not disturbed. 
Lady Rumple Jerry would be most disappointed if we took longer than necessary. Yes. How wide's the door? <laughs> how wide's the door? Yeah. Um. How wide is a door? Is is like, I don't know how wide a door is. I'm about to measure mine. Is it 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 is it wider than Sasha would be tall? No. Cool. It's 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 of average door size. Okay. Wh- which way does the door open? Does it open into the room or out of the room? Out of the room. Okay. Rule of thumb: a meter across. My living room door is thirty inches wide. Did you just get up and measure it? Yeah. Amazing. Love that. Okay. The okay. I'm gonna assume that the we close the door behind us. We can. Because if we close the door behind us, then Sasha could like lean. Amazing. The staff against it. That way you'll fall if someone comes in. What an excellent idea, actually. Notice. Just looks slightly proud and then goes back to looking. Making very basic (laughs) conversation, as they do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're still practicing words and, like, pointing out words as we're looking through different books and things. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, one of you give me an investigation role with advantage. Oh, okay. Uh, I think you should do that. Unless you have, like, a negative. I think this is what How came for. She's not Will, but has done her fair share of research. Uh, that is a 12 plus 1, 13. Yes. Okay. I think a 13 is enough. It's very well organised in here. Excellent. So you will see that they own, naturally, uh, Castel Cantian. Wonderful. Uh, several buildings in Pueno they are the landlords of. Ew. Uh, they own the menagerie and about a third of Lake Agora, which is the lake next to Pueno that the menagerie is on the other side of. They have a couple of claims on the ob side. Rich bastards. And a small, um, more fort than castle, because obviously the specifications are there, in um, Brecken. What? Brecken, uh, the wood off country. Okay. Did you say they had land on the ob side? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not uncommon for nobles to sort of sponsor a mine on the ob side, so they own that patch of land. Oh, I was just, I was just imagining like they just literally claimed that territory where no one lives and it's inhospitable. No, I th- like I feel like because yeah, I feel like some tabaxi families so. You, once this is communicated, you would know this. Um, some tabaxi families also sponsor mines on the upside. See, I was imagining it like an Antarctica situation where there's like sort of several nation states that are, like have overlapping claims, and it's really awkward at conferences. They just don't talk about it. It's fine. I, I was imagining like owning a patch of upside is the same as like when you can buy a patch of land in, like, Scotland to make yourself a lady or lord online or you buy a star. <laughs> like, it, it doesn't mean shit. It's just a piece of paper. I mean, there are definitely some people who own patches of land upside which are too far from the edge to actually be usable, but these these ones have actual functioning minds. Which Robotary would probably know all about, yeah. Um, bits and bobs. Yeah, but like just owning mines and such. I, th- I would I would need a history check. For, for more than knowing it's a thing, I would want a history check. Okay. Anyways, Robo Jerry doesn't know about this information yet, so... Yeah. Um, I guess while we're here, can... How... Once we found this information, um, like, has anyone bothered us in the time that we've been looking? So far. Okay. Can how... Also, like, more hurriedly, like, it's not as important, can Hal look for information about the holdings of, not ours, but uh, Lady Isabella, the noble who was the subject of her last letter to Pedro, Pedro Cabello. Give me a second to find that letter. Mm, it is at the top of my notes. Yeah, it's just... It's been a while. Yeah, that is fine. I'm particularly looking for sort of how many holdings, how prolific of a noblewoman is she actually? I Does she have the political clout to do what I fear she did? Give me an investigation role. Okay. Uh, that is a five. I 
think you misremembered Isabella's family name. So you're, you're not able to find anything. Okay. Well, we shall see. Anything else you need here, Ashling? Drugs. Mm, okay. Well, I'm sure someone cleverer than I, like Will, would think of something useful to do with this room, but I think we're done here. Make time appointment. Make it? Come back, come back longer. Yes. Yes, I suppose we could do. If we had that rapport with Frangipan now. Excellent idea, Ashling. Bean's letter. Bean's letter. Um, write, write letter. As in, Lady Rumplejerry will write a letter? Yes. Hmm. To gain us access again in future. Yes. Looks very excited that the point got across correctly. Marvellous. You're coming along so well, dear Ashling. Thank you. You're most welcome. Very good. Shall we? And how hasn't taken the original documents, but has made notes um, of the the Stendhal's holdings on our way out through the front. If Frangipan is still there, he is. Thank you so much. Uh, would you mind calling your supervisor over so that I can give them Lady Rumplejerry's thanks for you? Uh, sure. Wonderful. And he goes off goes off to the back of the room again. Comes back with a halfling. Um, Black and red ribbons in his hair, looking particularly pompous. Does he have anything obvious on his belt or anything, like keys or stuff that might be access to deeper vaults? Uh, he does not. Okay. Well, my good fellow, uh, Frangipan here was marvellously helpful, and I'm very grateful this dear cat should deserve you know, a promotion or something, whatever you can do. Lady Rumplejerry is most grateful. No persuasion role. Okay. C c can I assist by nodding along in, in agreement? <laughs> I don't think that would do it. Damn. Uh, that is a 23. <laughs> hey. Amazing. He he smiles at Frangipan and says, maybe, maybe. <laughs> we come back and Frangipan owns the place. You're doing the union's work here. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Join unions, people. If like ever, if, if the opportunity ever arises, Rumble Jerry will start a union or have people start a union. It is an adventurous guild, if not a union. Truly. True, but like a baker's union or a carpenter's union. Like you don't have to listen to these slave wages. A limb sweeper's union. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that's an interesting thought. This is so like the people that clean up the bodies after True Night. The they're people who like they got assigned this job. This is basically like the equivalent of doing community service full time. Could you unionize that? I mean, I bet the city would grind to a halt if they all decided to not do their jobs on the same day. Yes. Just just they go on strike the day after True Night. <laughs> oh, that would be a very effective. You just have to deal with all these fucking limbs. It's like that um, hospital cleaner strike that lasted about two hours. Mm -hmm. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Amazing. Turns out hospitals get real gross real fast. Yeah, and you need to, like, sterilize stuff. Is it the bodily fluids? It is the bodily fluids. Yeah. Occasionally bodily solids. There's so many. There were so many fluids in your body. You also, like, need sterilized operating rooms. You need sterilized equipment, which is also the janitor's job. Yep. There were so many fluids in your body. It's kind of gross. Sure are. Bodies are kind of gross. True that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there were so many glands. So, Will and Rumpeljerry. Oh, boy. Right. So, so I'm pretty sure I can jump, I can jump into sort of seeing through, seeing through Fia's eyes and hearing through her ears at any distance, correct? So, like... Um, gonna have to double check that. I think so. Um, this is something Will would know. Additionally, as an action, you can see through your familiar's eyes and hear what it hears until the start of your next turn. Or, like, just keep doing that, I guess. During this time, you're deaf and blind with regard to your own senses. It's just the the bit right before that is while your familiar is within 100 feet of you, you can communicate telepathically. The phrasing, I think, implies that they have to be within 100 feet for all of that. So we'll see how far how far you get. Um, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure in other stuff previously, we've done sort of the seeing through eyes and hearing through ears at 
a greater distance than that. But like, if it needs to start within a hundred feet, Will is just gonna sort of say, um, sit on the bed, say aloud, uh, okay, um, yeah, just um, just hit hit my arm or something if someone comes in, and then immediately send senses out to follow what Fear's doing. Is there a window in this room? Yes, because that's what I chucked Fear out of. Is there a sunbeam in that wind coming out of that window? Um, no, actually, because according to the calendar, it is overcast and very cold. Darn it. Otherwise, Robert here actually would have, like, just taken, like, a catnap in that sunbeam, though not calling it a catnap. Oh, well, guess we'll just curl up on the bed a bit. Yeah. Like, I, I think Will's kind of sitting at one end of the bed, so there's still plenty of space there. Yeah. I feel like Rumblejay would be on the end close to the door, just for safety. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Will's just going to sort of sit still and watch. So the instructions he gave to Thea were fly over to um, the castle. Castle, uh, what was it? Catton? Canton, yeah. Calton? Canton. Canton. Um, fly over to Castle Canton. Watch for any carts coming out of there, especially when nightfall hits, and follow them. And when they seem to have reached their destination, fly back to the castle and repeat until I summon you back here. You get a sense of understanding. That makes sense. Cool. So watching through eyes is going to take take a little while, but not. I, I guess it's not as not as far distance as the owl flies to actually get there. So yeah, watch and see what we see. I get the feeling this might take some time. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Is this a good point to do, like, a perception roll or something? Yes. Uh, using owl stats. Okay. Um, I have advantage on uh, perception checks that rely on hearing or sight. I assume this is that. It is indeed. Cool. And um, she's got a plus three perception, so... First one is a six. Second one is an eight. <laughs> no, God. Neither of those are great. Not not great, though. Yeah, during this initial trip to the castle, don't don't notice anything. No comings or goings. Oh boy. Care a while. I guess we're sort of sitting there for a while. During which time the others probably get back. Robert Jared like shushes them as they come in. Will's concentrating. I'm fairly certain he can't hear us. Oh yeah, he can't hear anything. Oh? <laughs> yeah, no, that was just in character. Like, I know. Have, have you been... Like, oh? Oh, right. Have you been silent this whole time? Yes. What? Can't you be silent for a while? Oh, 100%. I just didn't know you were capable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? I am a hunter. It is a vital skill. I can't be silent if I want to. Well done, then. Well done, you. Um, Don't patronize me. Yeah, I, I'm fully like leaning into it, just patting her on on the side as I, uh, sort of absent-mindedly, uh, tell her well done. She looks entire, very, very offended at this, but just accepts the hat pat anyways, or whatever he did. Yeah, if you're sat down, I'll, I'll definitely do head scratches. <laughs> offended, but accepting. Well, it's a good job we used your name, uh, and we decided it might be helpful to um have you write a letter for our next uh, attendance there in case there's anything else we wish to discover at the Halls of Record. What kind of letter? If we get an appointment and we can have more time in, and actually not have to worry about a lie being found out in order to be there. Yes, it's simply, you know, getting uh, additional time in the Halls of Record to, you know, answer any other questions we might have. I can certainly get that. Though you'd have to write it for me. Right, of course, yes, as your valet. And I wink. No, outside of that, I I cannot write in halfling. Oh, yes, of course. Well, that's fine. I am exceptional at handwriting, honestly. Uh, if you can provide me with some snippets of your own, then uh, I can pick it up in no time. Out of character, because Will can't hear any of this conversation... This is kind of what a secretary who can write a halfling is for. Mm. 
Yes. Yeah. The, the lore drop. The Baxis don't use the script that other languages do. They have their own script. Oh, fascinating. I'm sure I could pick it up. Which, be, but because I, I of course can, I of course can read and write, but only in Tabaxi. I never learned the halfling script. Well, and like she pulls out her journal and like shows, uh, shows a bunch, a bunch of her writing, which is all in like short straight line letters. They, they look almost like the Norse runes. Well, that is fascinating. <sighs> Perhaps we should simply say that you dictated your letter then instead. I mean, I don't think that needs to be said. If they see me as royalty, which let's not get into details, uh, that you would, of course, dictate a letter. No royal person would be seen dead penning their own letters unless it was of vital secrecy. And even then they might have a special secret uh, scribe. Wonderful. Well, if at some point we... Uh want to plan maybe going back there then let's send a letter in advance next time i don't want to have to bamboozle poor young frangipan again frangipan that was 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 good magic thank you frangipan sounds is that a was that a tabaxi that's a tabaxi name yes yes it was a, a white tabaxi i believe interesting i could write my own letter this time but Perhaps better still for you to do it. Regardless, I think I got the boy a promotion. Spoke to his supervisor and everything. Well done for that. Seemed impressed. It's always good to look out for the little people, you know. Ah, yes. I feel like you know this all too well. <laughs> How has Will been these last hours? Still. Very still. Uh, is What sort of time of day is it? Because we know we're expecting the theatre to be out there till at least dusk, right? probably into the night yeah like when you get back it's probably approaching midday well he'll be at this for several more hours at the very least so perhaps now's a good time for us to go and try and drum up some money somehow i was about just the same but it would be better if someone was still here to uh, look after will i'm happy to do that if you two want to uh play some music or do hunting or whatever you you do, uh, and perhaps I can use the time to write up some documentation that might help us. Yes, it sounds like a good idea. One more question, Hal. Do you know where like a marketplace is or something of the sort? No, oh, of course, yes. Um, it's. Didn't we see the market when we came in in the first episode? So we know where it is. Yes, but it's it's been a while. So much happened. I can get a little turned around. How many days has it been? Three, four. It is day four. Yes, and what's, how much has happened in those four days? Okay, fair. Tales of Morterra is created and DM'd by Liz Blake and edited by Mario Panaghetti. The theme music is by Nick Blake. Check out our Tumblr at morterra.tumblr.com for more information on the world of Morterra and to join our Discord community. We're also on Twitter at MorterraCast. If you'd like to help support the show, you can back us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Morterra. I realize that we're ending with Will in the middle of a trance. Trance? Oh boy! Sucks to suck well. <laughs> but we've been playing a couple of hours at this point, so. Yep. Sucks to suck well. But for now, thank you for playing. But thank you thank for you DMing. For... Thank you for playing. Thank you people for listening. If you want to support us and get the chance to name a, an NPC... Um, you can go to patreon.com slash Morterra. And hey. yes. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Thank you, Liz. Oh, great and glorious DM. Still not good. Thank you, Mario, for editing. Thank you, Liz. Thank you, a wonderful DM. Yes. Who blesses us with this great story. A great and glorious and wonderful and creative and wonderful and intelligent DM. I was hoping to end the recording before you did this. Ha! <laughs> Sucks to suck. Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys. Thank you, boys.